This is the Breakthrough Artists with CJ Lloyd Webley. I'm yeah. itching to boss this room because what's that now? We good? We good? Sound all right? Okay, I'm just gonna wait for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a quick song for the gram, bro, too. So quick one for the gram. All right. Yeah, quick one for the gram, Ash. Yeah. Just do a quick, quick uh, video. I see a video on my, but my yeah. I, I, I was stationary still. <laughs> I, fact, didn't I don't even know why I said video <laughs> on that picture. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's cool, it's cool. It's cool. Bless. Okay. Just give me a give me a thumbs up when you're ready, Ash. Oh. Welcome to the Breakthrough Artists. You know how we do it on this podcast. We just meet with amazing artists in the Birmingham region, the Midlands region, and beyond. Today we have none other than Corey Weeks. I'm very looking forward to this episode because I know that you've done so much. I'm just going to read a little bit of the bio that you sent me, but I think you're being a bit humble. There's a lot more mm. that can be said, which we're obviously going to delve into sure. on this podcast. So this is what Corey sent me. So Corey Weeks is an actor, writer, director and musician from Birmingham. He also founded the Vision Centre for Actors, a free acting school for young people aged 16 to 30 who come from financial hardship. I'm very looking forward to delving into that because I know that that's something very close to your heart. Mm -hmm. And I, I really want to kind of understand the vision, ironically, behind it and, and where it all came from. But without further ado, you will see there are two... Uh, Ice cold cans of, of Rubicon here. We're not sponsored by Rubicon, so you know, don't get it twisted yet, maybe in the future. Um, the reason for that is I always ask my guests what their favorite drink is. We're in, the, we're in the Great Western Arcade currently, and I have a shop downstairs. I have a nice fridge, so these were sitting nicely in the fridge. So this is the drink that Corey has requested. So feel free, my so brother. Let's, let's bust it, man. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. A quick cheers and, and and we'll keep it moving. So, see in the spots. There we go, man. They, they've switched up this though, haven't they? Because it used to no. This is like the older one because it's got still got the sugar in it. Because mm. the newer ones, I know they take out most of the sugar, so this one's still got a little bit of Original. authenticity. Yeah. Mm. So, what, what? Tell me about why Rubicon. You said Rubicon mango. Why? Why Rubicon? You know what it is. Like, when I was younger and that, when I used to go, cause I, my local shop, in yeah, it? Just, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of them ones, innit? Like, yeah. I remember I remember tasting um, Rubicon guava for the first mm. time, innit? 
I thought, yeah, this thing's fire. And after that, just nothing but Rubicons. I was coughing. <laughs> but then when I, when I caught the mango thing, I said, say, this is me. You get me? And obviously, it's, 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 it's a good chaser as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So top, top tier then, what, what we're saying. So mango is your top one. Mm. Then where are you going after that? I'm going guava next. I can't even remember okay. the other flavours. You've got so. passion. Um, I think you got lychee. None of them did it no, for me. You deal them ones. All right. You got pomegranate as well. Might... I can't even remember <laughs> that one. You know, I might, I might have to just I have to refresh the taste buds. Nah, you know. Say no more. Say no more. Okay. So, without further ado, then let's 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 get because I know I don't like the superficial. You know what I mean? I wanna I wanna really get down to the nitty gritty because yeah. I know you've you've been on a journey with this this creative arts thing and you do so many different things. Mm. For you, why and how did you know that the arts was for you? Um, you know what it is? I didn't, I didn't recognise it probably until I was like 18. Okay. You get me? But before that, everything that I would lean into was, was creative. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been rapping since I was 12. Wow. You get me? Like, my big brother, he, he, he was a rapper, mm. you know what I'm saying? So what started as just trying to cough my big brother, you get me, turn into, right, like, I really enjoy this thing and I carried on writing. So, like, rapping, even back in school, you know, when, like, because I, I was, you see, at school, I was the kind of guy where if if I don't feel, if I don't feel stimulated by it, yeah. I just don't put anything into it. <laughs> you get me, like, I just couldn't be bothered at yeah. school, innit? but certain things, Sometimes things will stimulate me. I didn't even understand why. Mm. Like, I remember one time we did, um, like, we had some homework in RE to go and write a poem. I was like, at first, I think, we can write a poem. <laughs> yeah. It ain't soft. You yeah, yeah, understand? Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but when I've gone home, I'm getting into it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm getting into it. I'm thought, yeah, cool. And I've handed it in, boom, boom, boom. And the teacher's giving big, big speech about, about how great the poem is. Wow. Got, got me on stage in front of, like, mad, like school board and all that mm. kind of stuff, performing a poem. So from then... Was that your was, first kind of experience of getting, I guess, public affirmation for the creativity that you, you'd come up with? Yeah, like, the teacher's name was Mrs Abrahams, innit? Mm. Shout out Mrs Abrahams. Shout out Mrs Abrahams 100%, because yeah. teachers are important, yeah, man. You know 100%. what I'm saying? But, like, it was the first time where I felt like... I wasn't just like an annoyance to, to a teacher where I actually felt like a teacher believed in me, you know what I'm saying? It's the first time ever. And that's why it hits hard, isn't it? Like, mm. But and I, not, it was from that point that I felt, I felt like a level of validation in it. Mm. But I was, still, I was still doing stupidness, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah. But, so, but it, 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 it meant something. Or yeah. even though I, and this is the thing, I never said it to her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I still could. Yeah, I should, I will. You get me, but <laughs> it meant certain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because before that, it's just you used to just teachers. Yeah, just kicking you out of lessons, and you know what I mean. They, they ain't got no time for you. But it, was, was that the only subject where you were able to really express yourself in that way, or did you do other subjects like art, music, drama? I, so at GCSE, I did drama. Okay, I didn't do music. I didn't do art. Um, but I did drama. Which I enjoyed, but I was like, mm. it's like the same kind of passion that Miss Abrahams had. Mm. I didn't feel that 
okay. in my drama classes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoyed it, mm. and I was good at it. You know what I mean? I was good at it. And probably in year 11, then I don't, I don't even know. Did you know. know you were good at it, or did you gauge that from who you were around? It was the peers. It was the peers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And this ain't, this ain't a diss to no one that went to yeah, my yeah, school in it, but, course. like, you just I, just, knew, I, just, you, I, I just felt like, there was compared to you, <laughs> I'm cold. There was a level. There was, there was level. Yeah. But, that's, but that's the thing, though, isn't it? Um, I was having a conversation with... I think it was Matthias the other day, just about, mm. like, in this generation, do you feel there's there's almost a reluctancy to accept that there are levels to the game? Because mm. there, there are levels, and sometimes people can walk on stage. Obviously, I've seen yourself, I've seen Philip. I've seen, well, Philip doesn't really do much of the acting now, but I saw him act. I saw Kieran, you know. And you can kind of quickly identify that there's a presence. Yeah. But I feel like in this day and age, it's almost like you can't... It's almost like if you say that someone is a level above, it's almost like you're being critical to others. What What do you think about that in this day and age? Like, I mean, I just feel like people need to just toughen <laughs> off of it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, it's subjective. It's subjective, it subjective. anyway. Isn't it? Art is subjective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? Like, someone might see me on mm. stage... I think I'm whack. Mm. Do you get me? And that's all right. Do you think it is that subjective, though? I don't think it's that subjective. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think sometimes you can just say that person, to me anyway, but maybe, maybe this is just my opinion yeah. of it, but sometimes I can watch something, mm. whether it's a film, and say, listen, that person is clear of that mm. person just because they're better. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not... It's not personal. Mm. It's just I just think they're better. You know Is that I mean? sometimes to do with the the writing as well, though? Because sometimes, like if you obviously as a writer yourself, mm. um, sometimes the the character you're playing is just it's just not it's not written in a way that you can really do much with it. Yeah, obviously. You know what I mean, yeah, man. I mean, obviously, you're gonna have some characters that are written mm. um, that don't have the same depth as other characters. You know what I mean? And it's just about doing what you can with it. But sometimes you're not going to have the same opportunity mm. as another person in a different part because their part is written with so much more kind of depth and and, and, and a broader kind of sense of the human yeah. experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if, you, if you're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I hear that, I hear that. You get me? So we've obviously touched on your school experience. You had mm. a teacher that identified that you, you had a gift ultimately and... Obviously, you went. You, you were doing the acting and drama and stuff. You weren't really feeling it as much as perhaps the, mu the music or the poetry at that time. Mm. So how did you end up getting into the acting side of things then? Yeah. Was that once you'd left school? Yeah, yeah. This was in college times because, like, when I did that poem, like, it was good to just have validation from a teacher that I wasn't just going to be just... It's just another one. Mm -hmm. Do you get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Or that I had, had the potential not to just be another one. Because, you know, from my bridgings, and I, I know there's a lot of men that feel like there was nobody that ever made them feel like they was worth more than, than what they were, you know, told that they were going to become. What um, were you told that you were going to become? I, I wouldn't say explicitly told, okay. but the environment was just when you when you think about 
going to the park and all that kind of stuff when you're younger, you're looking up to men that are, are just on badness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're looking up to these guys, and that, that they, these are the these are the influences you have. Mm. You know, youth clubs got shut down. You know what I'm saying? During my childhood, you know what I'm saying? And then you, certain youth clubs got merged, but it was political because of the areas they got merged in between and all that kind of stuff. So, like, what's around you in your, in your immediate kind of surroundings is just... And, and the thing is, it's, it, the reason why is because a lot of people look to get out. Mm. So the people that are from where you're from, and have done their thing, they've left. It's only the people that are still around, the oldest that are still around that are, are just, yeah. you know, not not up to the best things. And, and they're not bad people, you know. Yeah. Like, I still got friends. They're just trying to grind and they're, they're not to... They're not bad people, but they ju they're just victim to their circumstances. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, when, at the time, I never realized that this was a creative outlet that I was doing. Back in school days when it was literally Sony Ericsson, five, six men in a circle spraying a 16 yeah, over yeah, like yeah. a screw face and stimpy beat, yeah. you know what I mean? Like them old school grind beats. Yeah. I never realised that was creative expression. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just thought that was just what we do. And there's no real room for that, was there really in that? The academic sense it was no, just, no, exactly. you just had to make your own so I mean you, you obviously mentioned the influence of, of your older brother mm. did you have an acting influence at that time or was it just you kind of no. just carved that out yourself no that was li literally how acting come about is I picked theatre studies at college because I did A-levels at college mm. I picked theatre studies as one and the reason why I picked it was to mess around <laughs> because I thought it was going to be easy yeah. I just thought, ah, you're just going to go in there, say some lines. and it's, <laughs> But little did I know, it's yeah. probably the most academic subject that I had. You get me? But when I've gone in there, I remember being in first year and we did, um, we did like a project on Our Country is Good. And we had to go home, learn lines. And we didn't do much acting in theatre studies, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot yeah. of theory yeah. of theatre and, and the history of theatre. Yeah. So this was like that's, one of that, the... Do you think that's a common misconception? Uh, about if you were to tell someone you, d you did theatre studies at college, mm. they would automatically assume it was very practical. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a, there's a difference, isn't there, between performing arts and, and theatre studies? Yeah, yeah. Big difference. Because mm. what I thought it was going to be was performing arts. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, I'm going to go in there, we're going to get scripts, we're going to say some lines, <laughs> have some fun. <laughs> like, that's how I saw yeah. it. And, and not have to do too yeah. much work at home. Because my, my attendance and all that college was shocking, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? I was barely there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but it's mad because I did, I made sure I got to that lesson. Because I was known for like, just rocking up. Yeah. At any time. Yeah. Well, there's a, is, isn't there a cultural component to you choosing that? And, and what I mean by that is, a lot of, I guess, uh, black families or people of colour wouldn't choose or opt to do or be encouraged to do theatre studies or anything like performing arts. You, you know, you've got to go out and get a real job. Mm. Was that ever a pressure for you? Did not you ever me. have that pressure? No. No, not for me. Not for me, because my mum has always just been real supportive. Mm. Like, and anything that I was going to do that was going to distract me mm. from 
the foolishness that I could have gotten into is cool. When I was my pups wasn't yeah, yeah, get yeah. me. So I like I never really had that pressure. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I never felt pressure at all, like mm. career wise. My mum was always just like, do what you wanna. Mm. Like do what's gonna make you happy and it mm. I think that's le- lessons that she learned from life as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, like obviously when it came to theatre studies, as I was saying that like, we was doing our country is good. Yeah. And um and then Tutus, we did we did a performance. It was just in class though, you get me? We did a performance of a scene. And I remember doing the scene and like, like the studio had like lights and all that kind of stuff. So it was like a proper like theater set up, like mm. studio theater set up. Mm. I remember doing the scene and then I finished the scene and, and I, was, I was like, raw, like I was lost in that. Do you get me? Like I was, I was actually lost in that, bro. Let me just quickly put my thing on Do Not Disturb so it don't be a mad thing. <laughs> you got it too popular now. It's what happens. Lucky to get you here, man. <laughs> but yeah, mm. man, I, I was lost in it, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and I remember thinking, I've never felt this before. Yeah. Like this, it was like a mad feeling in my stomach. Different to when you were doing your, where you were rapping or with your guys, was it different to that? Probably. Okay. But, but because it felt more honest. The acting did. Yeah. Because when I was rapping before, I was rapping about foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> like foolishness. Yeah. I was rapping about all sorts of mm. girls I didn't get, mm. all sorts of money I didn't have. You know what I'm That's interesting because now if I... We'll go, we'll go into the music in a bit because mm. obviously I know you, you've, you've been in Champion on BBC, but the rap that you do is very conscious now now so it wasn't like that back in the day and is that be, what, why would you say that is why, why do you i was young and impressionable and, and, and i was interested in different things mm. when i was like bro i was 12 when i first started mm. rapping and you know the people that was around me the people that i looked up to was on certain things mm. you know what i'm saying and so i was just talking about you know what you'd heard yeah. Yeah. I, I was talking about madness. <laughs> like, so sometimes madness that I wasn't yeah. even on. Did yeah. <laughs> you get yeah, me? Yeah. Like, but obviously, as I, as I got older and I started to write music that was a bit more honest to mm. myself, I had that same feeling. Yeah. But that acting feeling was just like raw. Like, it's the first time I did something I felt like this is what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. Yeah. Do you get me? But but even then, I didn't I didn't pursue it. Okay. I didn't pursue it because I didn't know how to do it. How, how, how do you pursue it? How did you pursue it? Well, basically, my attendance was poor. Mm. Like, I, I would go to, I would go to all, all my theatre studies classes, but the ones that was mock exams. Yeah. You get me? Anything written, I didn't go. Because, mm. and, it, and it goes back to what I was saying about in school, like, I was always just that guy who, if... If I don't want to do this, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you get yeah, me? yeah. Like, and is, it, just... is that part of your character still there? Or have you mellowed? It's still there, but I'm more disciplined now. Okay. So sometimes there are things that I don't want to do, mm. but I just do them because I have to, innit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm an adult now. Yeah. Back then, where there wasn't really much consequence, I would just do what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now... Like, I still don't like doing 
like writing and all that kind of mm. stuff. I like writing, but I don't like writing like factually. So you like creative writing. Creative you don't necessarily writing. like proposals and Yeah, yeah, all that's yeah, long. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? More time I just pay someone to do that because <laughs> <laughs> it's long. You get me? But yeah, obviously, yeah. there's a level there's, there's a level of input that I yeah. have to have, and I don't enjoy doing that. Yeah. But I do it because I know it's necessary, yeah. f- you know, to to reach the end goal. Yeah. But yeah, man. Like so, basically, I was in second year. My attendance was bad. I was, you know, I I, I was standoffish in college. I was interested in stroppiness, mm. and basically, I just remember my um, my. Uh, this is another important teacher in my life. Her name was Catherine. Catherine Hale. Name is Catherine Hale. I'm talking like, talking <laughs> yeah. like she ain't here no more. You get me? Yeah. She's still about, but um, yeah. yeah. And she she just gave me the talk. Yeah. You know that talk that you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you got something here, mm. so you can either go this way. And, and and mess up your life or you can go this way like and actually follow what I can tell you love doing and that you're really good at. Seemed like you had a lot of positive women in your life. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pushing yeah. you in that in that way. Yeah. Also hold type Mr. Aguirre as well, car. I, I, I have to hail him up as well if we're talking teachers, because he was my form tutor and okay. from like year eight. Mm. Car. And 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 a, and a form tutor I needed, black geezer. Mm. American guys, though. And, um, yeah, man, like, those three teachers were, like, pivotal. Okay. Pivotal. Yeah. Because, like, even him, he never taught me no lesson, you know what I mean? But but he had patience. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't an easy youth to deal with, you know? He had, he had patience. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to get mad. Like, <laughs> I swear down. If you know me now, you'd, be, you'd think, like, swear down. But I used to have... Bad anger issues, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to get mad, bro. Mm. Like when teachers, I was I was the type to say, "Why is why is he talking to me like that, nah, man?" <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was doing all of that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. and and I I do it at him as well. Mm. I'd be on him, mm. and he would just be like, "Corey, <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I want? <laughs> Sit down, let's talk." <laughs> do them once. You get me? Yeah. And, and yeah, man. But I definitely has positive influences and yeah. And I and I I I do wonder a lot like where I'd be now if you if it know. wasn't for those three people, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah, she gave me the talk. Mm. Uh, I I didn't pursue it at the time because I just didn't know how to do it, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't know the industry. So that's what I was gonna. That's what I'm asking. How do you do it? Because because obviously everyone that I guess I'm gonna speak to will have a different. Uh, outlook on on how you do it yeah. my perspective is is probably different to yours because of the experience i've been through but from your perspective mm. you're saying you didn't know how to do it but you've done it so well yeah. you, you you're probably you're still break you're a breakthrough you're still you've got a journey you know you you, you, you want to go on obviously yeah. but you've done a lot and there's people looking at you that would say you have made it yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so how did you get to where you are now then Whoa, from that conversation, Catherine, she put me on, you know what I mean? She was like, oh, listen, we got drama school. Mm. Like, I was like, I didn't know nothing about no drama school, bro. Like, mm. how, how am I going to know that? Mm. None of the men have been to drama school, <laughs> you get me? So yeah, yeah. I, I never knew about that. I literally thought acting was just a thing like, yo, someone sees you on the street. Yeah. They say, oh, yeah, man, you, look, you got a good look, and they mm. just put you in a film. Mm. I never knew about you could graft for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get me? So she told me about drama schools and all that. 
I ended up going to a drama school called the Academy of Live and Recorded Arts. It's shot now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I did have a degree in acting, professional acting for three years. Mm. Um, and what was that like? What was that experience like? Yeah, man, it, it was... There was ups and downs, you get me, mm. but... I just went there to just do my work. Yeah. You know what because, I mean? Like, because it, what was the shift in mindset then from being in college to not, you know, not really going to lessons and stuff? Because I imagine you couldn't do that at, at, when you got to acting school. No. You would have had to commit to the, to the time. Yeah. It was easy. It was easy. Well, easier, you get me, because mm. I enjoyed doing it. Yeah. So I was doing something I enjoyed doing every day. Mm. But... Not necessarily. Actually, sometimes there was days where I'm doing things like, uh, be fire and all that. Yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> you like, I, yeah. I, I remember in first year, yeah, all of that. Because, bro, we did a whole term on elements. Wow. Where, like, it was a movement project. You get me? A whole term where you had to be fire, you had to be air. You had to, and, and I remember, this is the first term, you know, at drama school. And I remember, I remember, like, calling my bridge and I say, yo, I don't know about this thing no more, you know, blood, because this is not what I signed up for. I'm thinking, where's the scripts, blood? I was thinking, where's the scripts? Yeah. You get me? But obviously, it's part of the process, yeah. isn't it? Drama school is one of them things where you just take, you take what what works for you mm. and disregard what doesn't. I think a lot of people, when they go to drama school, they feel like these these teachers are gods, and some of them play into it. Some of them mm. play into that whole power play kind of thing. But I just I always had that thing of you, you're you're just a man to me, mm. or you're just a woman mm. to me. So whatever you tell me, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, I'll be open to it. But if it don't work for me, it don't work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? So it was it was good, man. Obviously, there was issues though, man. You know mm. what I mean? Like there was issues. Mm. Like obviously it's it's shot now in it, but just certain attitudes that they had. Mm. You know, it, it was a bit archaic at times okay. as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's kind of. I mean, I want to go onto that anyway about your experience of the industry. The industry. Yeah. But that's kind of that's the industry, isn't it? Really, at times, like it is. It is. I mean, I think I think I've been lucky in my experience mm -hmm. so far, though. Like. It is though, mm. but I think drama schools take take the kind of dinosaur thing to a whole different <laughs> level, bro. You know what I mean? Because like they're they're teaching sometimes they're teaching stuff like commedia dell'arte and all that. I don't know if you know about commedia dell'arte nah. and it, but <laughs> enlighten me. It's, it's, I, I mean, I don't even know when it was, but it's thousands of years ago. Some yeah. sort of Italian theatre where they just like do postures. They say a line, do a posture, run over to to the other side oh, and say say a line, do a posture, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, how is this applicable? Mm. I've never had to do that. Mm. I've I've been out of drama school for five years now. I've never had to do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, they, they, and and it's that whole kind of restoration period of theatre in it that kind mm. of brought all of that where it's like this highbrow view of acting and creativity that mm. it never was before all of that yeah. until the kind of, you know, middle to upper class took it over mm. as their art form. Shakespeare and all that kind of stuff was never, yeah. I'm going to speak like this and when I do Shakespeare I must speak in, in the best RP you've ever heard. And it's, it's like, it's, it's not like that though. And it never was. Like, yo... <laughs> It's back when Shakespeare was doing yeah. his thing, that it, it was man from the gutter yeah. that was watching that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, the people that was there on the front rows and all that, they was they they was really from the mud. Mm. And now, bro, like that's why I can't really go to 
to too much fear because yeah. it's just too it's too superficial, bro. Yeah. It's too it's too you know exclusionary, mm. and I can't I can't I can't hack it, bro. I can't stomach it mm. because I'm I I just hate that because it's that kind of attitude which is the reason why I know there's so many youths now that are on the roads or they're doing whatever that are the kind of youth that I was, and they never ever feel like this thing mm. is for them. Mm. And if it weren't for, if it weren't for that one teacher, mm. I would have never done this. Yeah. And what do you think you would have been doing? You don't know. You, you kind of would you been working construction or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I've always been smart. You know. Yeah. You get me. I've always been smart, like book smart. Yeah. Like naturally, mm. I, I was I was that guy at mm. school. That that was just annoying, you know. Like, don't revise and get, get an A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was one of them in it, so yeah. I, pro I'm, I probably would have patterned somehow, but <laughs> but I don't think I would have been enjoying what I do. Yeah, and like, and if you, if, if I didn't pattern somehow, then it could have gone the other way. That's really interesting. Like, I, I can relate to that because sometimes when I think, but I mean, I didn't think I'd be in the centre of town, open up a community gift shop. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's kind of like proper left field. But I, I, I resonate with that thing of like, just not seeing, just not knowing another, not another option than yeah. to use the creativity, than to use the creativity. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I just, I didn't know what else I would do if I wasn't doing something creative. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. even like, this here, it's still very creative. There's still an element of like mentorship and being able to have influence. Mm. So I definitely relate to that. But I, but I think the piece I was I was interested in is how do you continue despite the kind of ups and downs of the, the industry? Because it's not it's not straight sailing, you know, mm. plain sailing rather. It, 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 surely there's there's that rejection aspect. How did you handle with, how did you handle that in, in kind of, you know, when you first entered into it? Because that, that's something you probably, you know, you wouldn't have really, you wouldn't have really known about because nobody was doing it. So, yeah. I mean, you know what it is, bro? Mm. I'm just thick skinned, like mm. naturally, naturally. Maybe, um, maybe some of it's nurture as well, because I'm not going to lie, bro. Mm. Growing up, it weren't easy. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So, so like, someone telling me, oh, yeah, we've, we've chosen someone else for the part. That could, that could never break me. Mm. That could never break me. Like, there, there's too many things that have happened in my life mm. that could have break, mm. that, that, that broken me, but they never did mm. for that to break me. Mm. That can't break me, bro. Because m m my mindset is always, I'm going to get there. Mm. However that is, whether that's by me creating my own opportunities, whether that's by someone seeing my talent, it don't matter. I'm mm. going to get there. So what does success look like for you then? Success looks like, you know, having good interpersonal relationships. You know, um... It looks like having good familial relationships and just doing, making a living doing what I love. Mm. And I'm there now, so I, I consider myself successful. Mm. You get me? What Anything else is just extras. Well, you wouldn't be on the podcast if I didn't think you were successful. Mm. That's, that's what we like. Yeah. Breakthroughs 
all successful, man, because I know it's it's the journey that you mm. have to go on. Like, there's people that are successful, but they haven't had to go through the same journey. They've they've kind of already understood how the industry works. Like, for example, if you have children now, yeah, you'll be able to signpost them to certain things and yeah. you'll be able to access certain spaces that you wouldn't have had access to when yeah. you were at that age. So, like that's kind of like I wouldn't I, I don't consider it a leg up I just consider it giving them access yeah 100% um, access which, that you never had that's it whereas you know there is that thing though some people feel like they have to get it from the mud in order to be successful mm. what's your thought on that Forget all of that, man. If, if, if I could have had a silver spoon, I would have had that silver spoon, blood. <laughs> I swear down. Yeah. I would have had that silver spoon, bro. But obviously, it's just about when you're raising, when you're raising youths, you get me? It's like, if you can give them the silver spoon, give them the silver spoon, but you got to make them work for that. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, what does that look like? How How do you do that if you've... If you're raising a child, oh, we're going off now, but, mm. but this is this is deep though. If you're raising a child and you're successful, you've got bread coming in. Mm. How do you keep them grounded, knowing that you, they can access what, whatever? Well, they they can, but that's not to say they will. <laughs> the title of the episode so, there. What, what? She don't have to know about corn beef. Right? <laughs> nah, I love that one. So, um, what's a quote or a, or a motivational line that you've heard that has helped shaped the person you are today? Um, I think Denzel said it, but I think he was probably quoting someone else. I, I, I probably won't be able to quote it word for mm. word, in it, but it was something about if you don't. Let me think about this one. Mm. He says a lot of things, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I, I, I can't even remember it, <laughs> blood. It's, it's something about um, if you don't... Basically, the sentiment mm. is that if you, don't, if you don't start trying to do what you want to do, then you'll never do it. Mm. But if, if you do start, you could fail and, and you could win. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. I can't. It was at the podium, uh, podium where he was talking about if you don't um, start, you won't fail or something. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, if you don't start, you won't fail. What are you looking at? Yeah, it's, it's just like basically the sentiment of it is, is you know, if, if you start something, yeah. you could fail. Yeah. But if you don't start, start something, you will fail. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. You, so you, you, that's you, you like yeah. you, either, you either try, yeah, and and potentially yeah. fail, or you don't try and and inevitably fail. Yeah. Because part of part of being in the industry, part of being a breakthrough, is accepting that failure is an option. Yeah. But it's also not an option. Yeah. Do yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. failure is not an option. Like nah, we, we, we all, don't do bro. failure. Not <laughs> like, at all, bro. I like, can't fail. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not an option. Oh, Let's no, have we, a read. without commitment, without commitment, you'll never start. Without consistency, you'll never finish. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. All right then. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah. That's that's part of it. So, what does failure mean to you? Because it might it might mean something different to me. But I'll, I'll I guess, feed off what you say. But 
bro, like, the idea of failure is so, is so far from my mind mm. that I find, I find it hard to even define it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I have to win, bro. I have to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, bro, like, yeah. that's the only option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever winning looks like, yeah. there, might, there might be a few different versions of winning, but it's not going to be a version of failure. Yeah. Not a chance, yeah. bro. Not a chance. Because, bro, I'm telling you, mm. I've been too, for too much to fail, yeah, bro. Yeah. We, got, we got to get it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Failure's, and, failure's quitting, ultimately, isn't it? Failure's it's, quitting, it's quitting. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's not going to happen. There's yeah. no quitting me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. There's no quitting me. I'm telling you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, people, people will probably watch... Things that I do, whether that's whether that's you know champion, whether that's you know any theatre show I'm in, yeah. whether that's what I'm doing at Vision, yeah. I think it came overnight. Now nah, I really got it from the mud. Yeah, like bro, when I first started Vision, mm. I was taking losses, bro. Like I was broke pocket, you know. So talk to, talk to me, <laughs> talk, talk to us about, talk to us about. <laughs> Yo, Dan, man, don't understand the talk grind. To, talk to us about it. Vision Center for acting. Yeah, what, man. What was the what was the the uh, sentiment behind that? What what made you want to do it? So you know what it is. So I'll take you from the beginning, and it. Yeah. So when I was eighteen, I auditioned for a drama school. Yeah. Yeah. And. Bearing in mind, I got no etiquette, you know, blood. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> so I'm turning up late. You get me? I, 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 I don't know my lines too tough. I'm in, I'm in there like, let me check this. You know you know, what you say to, say, say to the people on the panel, hold on, hold on, hold on. No. <laughs> you get me? I was doing these ones, but, yeah. I, but the raw talent was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just didn't know. Mm. And I didn't know how to handle Shakespeare text. I didn't yeah. know any of that. So... Obviously, I've come out, and I'm thinking, yeah, mm. smash that, you get me? Because, <laughs> you know what it is? I had a mad view back then, because I, at college, like, I was the best. Yeah. But I wasn't the best yeah. in, in that environment. But yeah. I never knew, because I was going into these drama schools, auditions on my own. So I'm thinking, these lot can't spin yeah. me. You get me? But they could. Yeah. Car, these that have been to Brit school. Yeah. These that have been doing actor training since they was four years old. Yeah. Understand, but so I've that left. I mean, I have the raw talent, though, necessarily. But, but this and and this is this is what's kind of archaic about about drama yeah. schools is because, like, so here what I've left, and then basically one of the panelists has caught up to me, and told me, listen, yo, it's not gonna happen, is it? So I'm thinking, swear now, why? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, I've always panned. Yeah, you get me, and he's yeah. he's telling me about. I had a bad list back then as well. Okay. You get me? Not bad, bad, but yeah. bad enough to notice. Yeah. And he was saying how, you know, they was talking about that I didn't really know how to handle the verse and all that. That's why I say it's archaic, because yeah. how can you expect mm -hmm. people to know how to handle the verse? Just go off raw talent, yeah, man. Can yeah. they act or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? It's, it's, it's like they, that, All that can be taught. Yeah. That's technicals. Yeah. You get me? But is the raw talent and the raw connection there or not? Mm. And I know it was there at the mm. time, but I didn't know how to handle Shakespeare mm. text. I didn't know about iambic pentameter, rare, 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 mm. rare. So he said to me, listen, yo, a guy called, his name's Philip Headley. Mm. And, um, well, he didn't say, listen, yo, then did he? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't say, listen, yo, still. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was like, oh, um, here's my card. Mm. Shout me. Not in those words either, mm. but you know, you, you yeah, get yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. And um, he was like, yeah, just shout me. And then, and he was saying, like, I think you got a lot of potential. You know what I'm saying? He was saying he, he was trying to fight for me and all yeah, that, but yeah. they weren't having it. Yeah. Um, and then I shouted him. These times I don't even know how to structure an email, fam. Yeah. You get me? I'm just, I'm just saying what I'm just saying it yeah, like yeah. I said it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, he says to me, "Oh, come to London." I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a bit techie, you know." <laughs> <laughs> to get that virgin trade. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a bit techie. Yeah. And he's bro. This guy sent me peas. Mm. Oh wow! To come okay. to London, he 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 had me in there at Stratford East um, Theatre. And he would like ro- like help me work monologues and all this kind of stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And obviously, when I was in drama school, I just thought to myself, because when I was like 18, I said to myself, let me try this acting thing. Obviously, I started to look around for acting classes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Everything was just priced mad. Yeah. You get me? Like Everything was just very, very expensive. Yeah. So I've just thought to myself, you know what? There's a gap there where I'd want... Youths in the position that I was in, they're not even youths, like 18 years, not, not really a youth, you get me, but young, young people, young aspiring actors in a position that I was in where it's like they've got this passion, but they don't have the finances to, 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 to actually hone in on that passion to give them the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? But the fact that you were going to these auditions, the fact that you were willing to travel to London, obviously that's a testament to you and your character. The fact that you despite not necessarily knowing how to structure an email, you just sent it anyway. Like, yeah. that's a testament to you and your, um, I guess, your desire to, to succeed in, in the industry. And yeah. I think that, that, I guess, he would have picked that picked up on that as well. More time, more time. Because, mm. listen, I, yo, I was doing... I, I used to jump on a megabus at 3am, fam, mm. to try and get to London for these auditions. I'm broken a bank Yeah, now, that's bro. the grinder. I'm broken a bank, fam. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And even just doing ones and twos here and there that I shouldn't be doing to try and fund this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that that's that's because bro, let's see at Vision, we've got partnerships with drama schools where, where our where our students can get free auditions for these drama schools. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm eliminating all of that. Mm. Cause I, I would hate, I would hate, bro, to to work with it to the to work with like an 18, 19 year old guy. Mm. And then he he's got he, he wants to be an actor, but he can't afford the auditions. So so he's selling a bit of bud here and there, and he gets catching, and and now he's got a bit. Now he's got a criminal. Do you feel record. it? Do you feel a sense of duty and uh, duty of care or responsibility then to to people that young people that are potentially maybe not even just young, but but just people that maybe in a, a poorer economic circumstance and want to pursue something. Do you feel kind of? compelled to help them because there's, there's people that would be in your position now you know doing all these amazing things winning awards that just think yeah i've i'm you know i've, I've done my thing now I'm, yeah. I'm 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 going there yeah, but yeah. you've actually said yeah i'm doing that but i'm also gonna continue to reach back so yeah. what what is it that's that's made you want to do that you know this guy genuinely care bro mm. i genuinely care and 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 when I walk down the road, whether that's in my area or any other area, if I fly Sakibs, you get me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
and I'm looking around and I'm yeah. seeing youths and just think I'm looking at them thinking, yo, I know there's something in there. Yeah. But you're just on the roads. Yeah. Like that hurts my heart, bro. Mm. Especially when you've really been around people and, and known people that, that have died for this thing, yeah. that that have got long stretches mm. for this thing. Yeah. You just want them you want you want man to win, bro. Yeah. You want man to win. But then there's the, the part of it, I mean, you said that it's it's a grind that people don't necessarily understand what goes on behind the scenes in order to set up something like Vision. What are some of the pitfalls and, and setbacks you've had to endure to get it to, to where it is now? Bro, these big corporations trying to finesse me, wow. get me like, yo, I'm telling you, I ain't going to say no names, nah, but nah, they nah. know who they are. <laughs> you get me? They know who they are, and I'm not, I'm not scared of them. I just yeah. don't want no defamation yeah, case course, on me. You get course, me, but, strategic. but I'm talking down to the point where you've got space, you know. You've got space that you do not use, mm. you understand? And you're charging, man, stupid bread to get in there with these youths that, that really need this. You're charging, man, stupid bread, fam. But you were, you were, you were willing to do I it I was anyway. paying it, bro. I'm talking about... I'm talking about I'm paying X amount. So I won't get into the specifics in it, but I'm mm. paying X amount for this space. That's not being used. That's a vacant space, not being used at that time. Not being used at that time. Mm. You get me? So they could they could have cut man a discount at least, bro. They could have cut man a discount. Why do you think they're not doing that? Because they don't care. Because they don't care. There's not many people in this thing that do. Mm. Like, I'm saying all the theatres, I can't say all the theatres, yeah. but a lot of the people, in fact, you know what, as organisations, I say most theatres don't care, you know what I mean? But I think, I think one of my frustrations is when, when we have these conversations, we talk about these larger corporations, these larger institutions, it's people. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's one or two men that are just saying, nah. Mm-hmm. Because if you switch those two men to someone who's got more of a social conscious or a social purpose, them things are going to run. Yeah. But do you think that, or, or would you say that one of the issues is that we don't have enough people with a socially, you know, who are more socially aware, who care about, as you say, the youths on the street having access? Do we need more of those kind of people in those positions to actually make those changes? Yeah, bro, like, it, it, it comes down to actually having people in certain positions mm. that, one, care about the community that they, they're supposed to serve, and, two, understand the community that they're supposed to serve. A lot of these people don't understand, bro. Mm. These people are not even from here. Do <laughs> 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 you get me? <laughs> like, they've never, they've never been yeah. outside of the town centre. Yeah. So how can you how can you act like you know what the city yeah. needs? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I was as I said, I was paying X amount. Yeah. And at the time I was charging five pounds an hour. And yeah. that's that's the best I could do. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where sometimes I'm having I'm having man come up to me and say, yo, Corey, listen, I got this going on with my mum. I got this expense here. I can't afford it this week, man. And if, if that means I can't come next week, then I hear that, you know what I mean? I'm saying, you don't watch that. So I'm taking an L, bro. Yeah. I'm paying my personal peas into this thing so these youths actually have something to actually 
do. You know what I'm saying? That hurts because you know why that hurts? Because like <sighs> you look around, you see all these empty units, you see all these this space that is just vacant. Yeah. And I've obviously not to get in not into get into all the technicals, but I've been through it where all you want is a little space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just a little space, Facts. just to do something for the community, and and, and, and and doors are just, yeah. And it's like, but the space is it's vacant. It's vacant. Like, I, I, I'll even I'll even pay the the lights, electric, whatever yeah. you need, just to keep it going. But mm. you want to charge some some. So I can relate to it in that sense. Probably not in the in terms of, you know. Um, not on that level in terms of having all the the responsibility of all those young people, but you can't. You've then set yourself up as someone who's there to support them, but mm. you're not being supported to do that. So, yeah, how long would you say you were doing it in that way? Until I mean, I'm hoping that now it's a little bit better. But how long were you doing it in that way from your from your own pocket? You know what? Probably. I want to say probably like a six months. Oh, wow. Okay. And then lockdown hit. You get me? So then, then we hit lockdown and then during lockdown, obviously I had to shut. Mm. And then I just rethought the structure. You get me? I made it into a CIC. Mm. And basically everything that we do now is from Arts Council funding. But even that, bro. Yeah. I don't know for sure I'm going to get that. You understand? So... Because again, it's it's whoever's reading the application, whoever's yeah. in that space. If they're not from where you're from, they're yeah. not really gonna understand the nuance of the work that you do. It's that, and it's also that when it comes to the arts council and most funding bodies, mm. it's not it's not really the the necessity of the cause that they're assessing. It's it's how academically the application is written. You know what I'm saying? So mm. so you could say you could put in an application saying basically that you want thirty bags mm. in order to go to Trinidad Carnival for <laughs> research for a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If that's better in terms of the academic wording than yeah. me saying that I want to get youths off the street and, yeah. and, and into something that productive, you'll get the funding and I won't. You understand? So so by design, it's mm. exclusionary. Yeah. By design, it's not for us. Mm. And that's not to say we're idiots, mm. but that's to say we, we, we don't have the silver spoon, you know, that... Well, someone, well, well, someone would say, okay, well... You've worked hard. You've you've put in applications. You've gone to drama school. Mm. You didn't have a silver spoon. So how come you're able to get you know opportunities? How come you've won awards? How come you? Because that's that's kind of the other side of it, isn't it? Mm. Because people will say, oh, well, you've just you've just got to grind it out. You've just those those guys on the street. They've just got to be focused. They've just yeah. got to push forward. Because you didn't grow up with with privilege, but you've still been able to you know achieve success. So. Mm. What do you say to that? I would say I have a lot more to overcome. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot more to overcome from, mm. from, from, from day dot. You know what I'm saying? Like, my story is a lot different to the story of, you know, the young man who, who grew up into a family with... Who, who, his mum was an actor, his dad was a director, 
and and they're very well to do. They come from a, a, a long lineage. But how do how do how would you combat that argument though to say? Well, Corey, you're saying this, you're doing mm. this vision centre for acting, you're mm. giving people access, but you didn't have the access and you've still done well. So yeah. why do we need that? But I think even my access was dependent on on other people. Okay. Because, like, fr fr from time it was Philip mm. who who helped me get to London or all kind of stuff. Even drama school, I got a scholarship. Mm. You get me? So it wasn't... It wasn't like I had the funds to do it. Like, bro, I would not have gone if it wasn't for that scholarship. It would have been impossible. I'm talking like, that, that would have been about what? Six bags a year? Seven bags a year? Potentially more? I didn't have that. Well, circling back to what we were saying kind of originally then about talent, mm. how, how much does talent play a part in how successful you're going to be? Do you think it is just literally, how, if you're prepared to put in the work, you can make it? Or do you think talent does come into it as well? It does. I think if you are hardworking, mm. there is... All right, cool. So if you're hard work working, your ceiling's going to be here. If you're gifted, your ceiling's going to be here. Mm. But if you're both, your ceiling's going to be here. Mm. I, I, believe, I believe that I'm both. Mm. So I believe I've got a higher ceiling. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But do you think that's... You, you've got both because of your circumstance as well what, what, and the experiences that have shaped you into who you are, into who Corey is. That's what gives you both. I think the hard work probably is because of my experience. Mm. I don't know about the talent, mm. I actually feel like it's innate. Well, talent, talent has to it has to be shaped, though, doesn't it? So it's like, you know, you, you would have, as you said, diamond in a rough mm. kind of thing. Not, you know, not um, doing the, not really sight reading Shakespeare well. Yeah. But then you've developed that. You've you've then refined your approach. And then it's like, because you could still be sitting here at that same stage. Yeah. Because there's some people that don't progress. Yeah. They, yeah. they may have, there's the certain man that, that you'll see when they were 15 acting. And it's like, oh yeah, they've got something there. And mm. you see them at 32 and they're still in the same, <laughs> the same lane. They're still doing it. Because it also depends on how much you're willing to push yourself and, yeah. and the different types of roles that you're willing to play as well. Mm. Because you're very versatile in, in the types of roles that, that you'll play. Yeah. It's not just one dimensional. So if you are going down that one dimensional route and you're always around the same type of people, you're always working with the same directors, you're not really getting into different spaces and mm. learning the nuances of the industry, you, you will become quite stagnant. Yeah, so 100%. I think, you know, you could have that talent, mm. but you didn't you didn't progress because you didn't get into different you know environments yeah. so how important is that to you to do those different types of roles that you know you mentioned at drama school you might have to do fire mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, and things like that how important is it to try different things and and you know see what works it's definitely important because you've got to be open mm. like you you cannot be at the beginning of your journey and think you figured it out. Mm. Like, in life, not, not even just in the creative industries, in life, you have to be... You have to be curious. 
You know what I mean? You have to be inquisitive and you have to be you have to be open to learning. Yeah. So you have to be humble enough to know that you could get better. Some people aren't. Mm. Some people think. Well, that's the that's the thing though, because there's a fine balance, isn't there? Because you've said that you believe you're gifted and talented or, or gifted and have the grind, but then there's still that humble component to say, actually when I was in that rehearsal room, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't where I needed to be. Yeah. So how do you find that balance? Because in this industry, you have to you have to walk into the room and know that you belong there. Yeah. But yeah. also you've got to, I, I guess, walk into the room and be willing to go on the journey and be yeah. willing to learn as well. How do you strike that balance? I don't know, man, because I, I feel like that's not really something that I've had to drum into myself. You know what I mean? I feel like I've always been curious. Mm even before this whole acting thing was even a reality to me. Mm. I've always just been like, there's more to learn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even just down to, to my taste in like television and all that. Yeah. I barely watch like acting. I don't find it as interesting as I find documentaries because mm. that's, that's real learning. That's real learning about and, and seeing humans in real situations in it. So mm. like, I've always felt like there's more to learn and I've always, I've always craved knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not even just in acting, but just in general. Yeah. I've always craved understanding. Like, you know, I was doing philosophy back in, in college as well. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I've, I've always been interested in understanding how things work. Mm. You know get what I'm saying? You, I feel like if you're an actor, if you're anything, but specifically if you're an actor, I can talk to this because I am mm. one. If you go into it feeling like, you know it all. There's going to be a very low ceiling for that performance because you have to learn. Mm. I remember I was um, I was assistant directing Grenfell Value Engineering in London, and I remember that the actors were all playing um, either they were either the lawyers or they were the those who were involved in in um, so whether it's the firefighters or the the construction workers and I remember the we actually had to go to one of the hearings and the guys were literally studying the the manuscript and like underlining and highlighting and going home and like watching tapes and and then when they come back to the rehearsal room you, it was like it was a, just a different, different person job. and like when they were in that rehearsal room they were locked in like they were that character yeah how do you go about your process when you are playing a role? Um, for me, it's about understanding it on a human level more than anything else. Obviously, sometimes there's going to be certain research you have yeah. to do. I mean, like in Champion, I had to research the the, the certain dynamics of the music industry, certain dynamics of certain mm. relationships within that industry and all that kind of stuff in it. But in general... My biggest thing is I'll just read the script bare times, yeah. man. I'll read the script bare times and, like, know the lines to the point where... You see how I'm talking about at drama school? Well, at drama school auditions where I was, like... Not, I barely knew the lines. I was reading it in yeah. the audition. Like, I would never do that now. Like, pre I have to be so prepared now, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll read the script so many times mm. and get the lines to the point where... 
I don't even have to think about them. Because mm. a big thing, and, 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 and this is one of those kind of wishy-washy drama school kind of things, in it? That I, before drama school, I probably would have thought it was dumb, but they would, they, would, they would tell me, like, when it comes to lines, like, you can't have them in your head, you have to have them in your body, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I, I've said, at the point, I'm like, what are you talking about? You can't be like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. But now I understand it because it just gives you a level of spontaneity, yeah. gives you a level of of reactiveness yeah. that you can't have and, and listening that you can't have if all you're thinking about is what your le- next line is. Mm. Like, I go, I go into a scene trusting that I know the lines. Yeah. Like, they, they, like, I could say it backwards. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, just understanding the human being behind it. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really one of those actors that thinks, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock myself in a room for three months and be this person. Like, mm. nah, like, because I feel like I, I, I'm empathetic enough to to understand human experiences and and you know there's going to be s- specific parts to roles but in general yeah same with shakespeare same with anything in general it's human experience that we can all relate to yeah you know what i mean we can all relate to it we can talk about you know the 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 language in 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 romeo and juliet mm. You can talk about the the language, the the beautiful language, and the, all the technical aspects needed to to handle that language of, of Romeo's, but the human part of it is love and loss. Mm. We can all relate to that yeah. in some way, shape, or form, unless we've just been completely sheltered from mm. from any kind of pain in our lives. You can all relate to that. And do you think that's what switches people off when when they do hear Shakespeare? It's that they're not because of the the or what we were talking about prior with all the, I guess, theatrics or the, you know, the the, the anarchic way it's been done. Yeah. People switch off because they're not connecting to the actual language and the, the human elements of it. I think there's that, and plus I just think it's outdated, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, nobody <laughs> wants to go and... It's, it's like me It's like me going watching yeah. watching something in Arabic. Mm. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? Like, yeah. I can't connect with something I don't understand. Yeah. So, to me, I'm not saying there's no place for it. And, like, we're working on something yeah. right now. Obviously, I can't speak too much about it at yeah, the moment, in it, But we're working so- on something at the moment with Romeo and Juliet. And, um, but I just think it's in dire need of forgetting this idea that these words are so sacred, they cannot be changed. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, Mm. But even me as an actor, someone who's studied Shakespeare at length, someone someone who's been in shows that that are, are full Shakespeare mm. shows, I will go to the theatre today, mm. watch a show that I've probably read mm. and not understand it. Mm. It's the language, bro. Yeah. Like we talk, we're talking about the fifteen hundreds, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking like five hundred yeah. years ago, fam. Mm. People can't understand it. That's just what it is. Yeah. And, and it's, it's nothing to do with, oh, it's because they're working class and, and they, are, they are lower society. And high, this, is, this is something of the highest society too. Because I don't care how high society you are, mm. you can't understand it either. Facts. Because th- this is not the language we speak right now. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, do you have a preference, theatre or film? Um, or TV? I prefer performing in theatre. Okay. You get me? That, that's what I prefer as an actor. Mm. Um, I don't prefer as a consumer, though. Mm. I prefer TV as a consumer. 
but as an actor, mm. there's, there's something about just being in that for an hour straight yeah. or two hours straight or however long it is. I was speaking about this to... I keep saying I was speaking about this to... Da, 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 but, I was, yeah, I was having this conversation and... When you are in a rehearsal room, you become a family with that cast. I don't know about that one. Wow, I don't know what <laughs> cast you've been in. But when I've been working on shows, mm. you become very close-knit because yeah, yeah. you have to bounce off each other. Um, obviously, from a writer's perspective, it's a little bit different. Yeah. But generally, you want the, the cast to be able to vibe with each other. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. then, obviously, that, that supports and aids the, the process. With film, is it still the same, or or TV rather? Is it still the same uh, in terms of having camaraderie with with a group, or is it just you get in, do what you got to do, and go? There's definitely camaraderie, one hundred percent. Not with everyone, though. Mm. It depends. You know what I'm saying? Because that. I'll watch Champion. There's people in there that I've never seen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've never seen you yeah, in my yeah. life. But you're in the same but show the as, same as show. I am. You get me? But obviously, it depends on filming days and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But there definitely is a family element. Mm. Or supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know you know what it is for me? Like, I think acting, whether that's theatre, TV, film, or whatever, mm. because it's so fun, people can forget it's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so sometimes I'm, I'll be in a rehearsal room a man are telling me certain things. I'm like, yo, you're not my brethren. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, like, we're working we're here. here. Work, yeah. Like, we can talk, but Bird especially what, what annoys me as well is, like, when people get slack, people are getting slack because they, they're enjoying it. So yeah. it's like, you don't feel like you're aware, but you're getting paid to do this yeah. stuff. And also that, if they're slack, it affects the whole Facts. performance. Facts. You yeah. know what I mean? So there definitely is that same element, though, on TV, like... Yeah. Maybe even more so, mm. from my experience anyway. Obviously, I've never been in a show that's been, the theatre show that is, that's been on for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What the, I don't know what's going on around here. Mad I don't know what's fam. going on around here. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, like, so there's, there's definitely that same camaraderie in it, but I don't know, man. I, I prefer theatre, though. Yeah. I prefer theatre overall. So, I guess we've... I could speak to you for time anyway. I think mm. we'll have to do a part two, but you've acting, music, directing, uh, right, to say acting, music, directing, writing, which, how, how would you, if you were going to put them in like a hierarchical list, what would, where would you put them, where would you place them in terms of where your heart is with all of them? Ooh, where my heart is. Yeah. That's that's hard, and the reason why it's hard is because my what I, what, I, what I'm looking to do long term is is create, mm. and that's inclusive of acting, that's inclusive of music, that's yeah. inclusive of directing. You know what I mean? And it's inclusive of writing. So it's it's all one for me. Embracing the artistry. Yeah. Do you go like, through different seasons where you're kind of? you're more into the acting or you're more feeling into the writing and you, you want to do my directing. Like, do you feel there's like different seasons where you have to lean into one? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cause like, you know, with acting, especially right now, mm. bro, I'll tell you the realness, like 
Since I rapped on Champion, mm. which was October, I've had two auditions, bro. Wow. <laughs> you get me? Because this writer's strike in the US is messing wow. everything up. Or even the UK production companies can't get the funding. You know what I'm saying? So I've, I've had two auditions, bro. So it come like I forgot I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well that, that, that actually plays into the next point, which is how important is it to have that versatility? Because you can lean into those other yeah. aspects, whereas there are people that are probably just on just doing acting yeah. and they don't... I mean, you've got the entrepreneurial lens as well through the CIC that you've set up. Like, you've got multiple avenues that you can rely on. Yeah. But how would it feel at this present moment if you did just have the acting, if that was all you had right now? Oh, yo, so like, I don't even want to swear, but I'd be, <laughs> I'd be effed. You get me? I'd be broke. You know what you mean? <laughs> But, yeah, it's like literally yeah. it's one of them ones, in it, where yeah. whether it's writing or whatever, or it can just be something completely separate yeah. to acting. Yeah. I know men that are, that are actors that on the side will be like massage therapists. That's calm. Yeah. But make so, sure you have a hustle, man. Yeah. You get me? Make sure you have a hustle. Because, like, right now, I'm, I'm not acting at the moment, mm. but I'm not worrying. Yeah. I'm on free writing commissions right now. Mm. I don't care about acting right now. Yeah, if, yeah. if it comes, it comes. You know what I'm saying? But works are running regardless. Mm. Like, they can't stop me. It's got to keep... Fair is not an option. Fair it's not, not an, an option, fam. Yeah, my thing is done. I got a little piece. I got a little piece. All right, so I'll just round off with this. 12-year-old Corey is sitting... Over there, yeah. you, you're doing your rap battles in the in the playground <laughs> yeah, with your regiments. Yeah, yeah. What do you say to him at this present moment? I don't give him no advice. In yeah, order to... would I have would I have like the resilience I have now? Because even at Vision, mm. if you speak to any of my Vision students, they'll tell you I'm so rago with them. Mm. Like it gets technical sometimes because I'm not pulling punches. Mm. I'm telling them, yo, that's not good enough. Yeah. You gotta be better than that. You gotta come better than that. Because mm. because they'll, they'll tell they'll like in the industry they'll they'll say that, but but they'll say it behind your back, yeah. and you just get aired. Yeah, you get me. You gotta come better than that. So, but I just feel like I've I've got I've gotten to this point because of my experiences in it. So I wanted to, you know, the only thing that I told my twelve year old self is is don't be follow fashion, man. Mm. You get me? Just do your own thing, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there were certain things that I I I did when I was younger that I never I never really had the heart for that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I've always been a compassionate person. Mm. I never had the heart for that, bro. I was just doing it because I thought it was the thing to do. Mm. So there's there's probably not probably there's definitely certain things that I did when I was younger that have damaged people, mm. and that's the only thing I I try to say louder. Mm. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not in the business yeah. of hurting people. Like, I'll tell people something straight up. Mm. You get me. And sometimes at the time it can feel like like it's stinging, but mm. that's just that's just because I'm just gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the realness. Yeah. You get me. I'm not, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Mm. But obviously, when it when it's truly damaging mm. people, and I've definitely done things that have truly damaged people. You get me. So. Those are the things that I, I regret. Mm. So I'd, I'd say, I'd say to him, listen, yo, this here, this here, this here, yeah. just leave that alone, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Well, 
You want to drop us two bars then? You got you got something little something for us. Ooh, little something to close off. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop a quick thing. I'll drop a little snippet. Yo, yo, listen. Man have been cold from early, from a youth, man have been big and burly. Don't look no trouble, but the woman up like Lenny did curly. Can never be broke at 30, gotta chase rubber bands. Yeah. My girl telling me I'm never home early, same way she understands. Whoa, 24-7 in grind mode. I sell high and I buy low. Calls from my agent on my iPhone. It's not so bad like Dido. Same way it could have been different. It could have been dippings, chingings, long stretches in a prison. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. we'll stop it there, yeah. we'll stop it there. Okay, so... Come on, that, that one there. CJ, this is By the way... By the way, that's Causal Corey. Make sure you follow me up on the gram, Causal yeah. Corey. We've got music coming. You get me? We're, we're doing big things with Vision. Hopefully the acting starts popping off. Yeah. <laughs> you get wow. me? So, that was... Was that just off the cuff? That that's 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 like a little snippet of um okay. starting on my project, isn't it? Okay. I'm dropping the EP more time at the end of this year. Okay, so reiterate the handles then. Reiterate the handles yeah, where people man. can get at you. So it's Cause or Corey, so it's C O R Z O R C O R E Y. That's on everything, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, anything or anything. Shout me. Amazing man. Wow. This has been the breakthrough artist. Shout out to Ashley behind the camera there. Really Big appreciate Ashley. your time, brother. Um, you know, freeing up his time to help out the breakthrough artist. But bro, it's been inspiring, man. Appreciate yeah, man, your time. Bless for, um, bless for having me. We've been at the Great Western Arcade. Mm. Thank you for them allowing us to use this space. We've got the BPP community gift shop down there. It's B25HU Unit 20. Make sure you check it out. Get your Rubicons, get, <laughs> get your Super Malts, get your Apple Juice and all kind of local products from uh, black business owners in the region. So, it's been amazing, man. Thank you so much. Blessings. Peace and love. Take care.